In the 1960s, as country radio stations became more popular, country music took a turn towards songs aimed at blue-collar workers, especially truckers, who had lots of time to listen to the radio. So you can imagine the clamor when a song about life on the road written by two honest-to-God truckers from Alabama began showing up in jukeboxes around Minnesota and eventually broke big nationwide. The song, inspired by their weekly vinyl flooring run from Alabama to Pittsburgh and back, captured the essence of life on the road, chronicling everything from scale weigh-ins and log sheets to loneliness and longing for home, and the boredom and the little white pills that they needed sometimes to keep them awake. It wasn't the first country song about trucking. It may not even be the best, although there are plenty of fans who would fight you over it. But the song, perhaps more than any other, is widely credited with solidifying the public image of truckers as lovable rogues, hardworking outlaws who put family first, but aren't above breaking a law here and there to get the job done. I'm Brad Kuhn, and in this episode of The Boss Cast, we ride along with team drivers Earl Green and Carl Montgomery back to 1961 for six days on the road as we continue to explore the intersection of country music and trucking in a series we call White Line Fever. So turn it up and sing along to the songs of our people. You're listening to BossCast, an Opportunity Media Group production that raises awareness for our nation's professional drivers with news, information, and entertainment that cover all things trucking and the topics that affect you most. BossCast keeps you informed with the stories and the people and businesses behind the stories that move our economy. Enjoy the show. When people think of music meccas, they tend to think of big cities such as Nashville or Detroit. Some purists might throw Muscle Shoals into the mix, but prior to 1960, most of the vinyl coming out of that part of rural Alabama was flooring. In 1961, the area, roughly two and a half hours south of Nashville, had a thriving music scene, but it would be more than a decade before Ronnie Van Zant, lead singer for the Leonard Skinner Band from Jacksonville, Florida, called out the studio musicians of Muscle Shoals and their trademark blend of powerful Southern rock and R&B that produced such memorable hits as When a Man Loves a Woman, Old Time Rock and Roll, Kodachrome, Brown Sugar, and Wild Horses. As Van Zant noted, the Swampers have been known to pick a song or two. I'll take you there, promised the Staple Singers in 1972, but it wasn't until Van Zant name-checked the city in 1974 that most people thought of Muscle Shoals as anything other than the birthplace of Helen Keller. For a small industrial region more than two hours away from any major city, Muscle Shoals and neighboring Tuscumbia actually had a lot going for them. A local inventor named Stanley Robbins created the first solid vinyl flooring in Tuscumbia in 1957. Tuscumbia was also the birthplace of blind, deaf activist Helen Keller and home to the key Underwood Memorial Coondog Cemetery. But this podcast is about vinyl, and that's where our story begins. (music) 
Stanley Robbins, a local inventor who had made his fortune selling inner tubes to the U.S. military, expanded into vinyl flooring, opening Robbins Flooring in 1957. The Robbins plant was one of the town's largest employers and maintained its own fleet of trucks and drivers, delivering products nationwide. It took a team of drivers six days to make the round-trip run to Pittsburgh, which gave them plenty of time to talk. One day in 1961, two of those drivers, Carl Montgomery and Earl Green, who moonlighted as musicians, were comparing notes about missing home and the various lengths to which they would go to get back home to their families. They sketched out their ideas on a napkin, and when they returned home, they set their musings to music. Their song, Six Days on the Road, was first recorded by an obscure singer on a now-defunct label, and then hit big in 1963 when it was picked up by Dave Dudley, a former semi-pro baseball player who had recently switched to crooning after a career-ending injury and was beginning to have some success. Back then, radio signals were kind of spotty. Record companies tracked the popularity of songs according to a tally of how many times they had been played on 700,000 jukeboxes then in vogue across America. Six Days on the Road had already been making a name for itself on the honky-tonk circuit in the South. Dudley took its popularity to the next level by distributing it to truck stops and diners along major truck routes throughout the upper Midwest. When the song proved to be a jukebox favorite, radio stations picked it up and Dudley had his first major hit. Mercury Records signed him to a long-term contract based largely on that success, and his career was made. Meanwhile, back in Muscle Shoals, Carl and Earl kept trucking and writing songs, hoping that lightning would strike again. It happened for Earl, who teamed up with his brother John to write Give Me 40 Acres and I'll Turn This Rig Around, a rollicking boogie-woogie send-up recorded by the Willis Brothers in 1964 about a poorly trained trucker who did okay on the straightaways but hadn't quite mastered the fine art of backing up. Suffice to say, things escalate quickly. Carl teamed up with his brother, also named Earl, a session guitarist at Fame Studios, to write a few more songs, including If Loving You Starts Hurting Me, recorded by George Jones and Tammy Wynette. But nothing came close to the success of Six Days. Give me 40 acres and I'll turn this rig around. It's the easiest way that I've found. Carl Montgomery and Earl Green have both passed away, but their work lives on. Six Days on the Road has been recorded by more than 100 artists, including our friend Tony Justice. And I think I'll play us out with Tony's version from 2011. Pittsburgh rolling down that eastern seaboard. I got my diesel wound up, she's running like a never before. There's a speed zone ahead, bet all right. I don't see a cop in sight. Six days on the road, and I'm gonna make it home tonight. I got my 
got ten Ford Gears and a Georgie Overdrive. Taking little white pills and my eyes are open wide. I just passed the Jimmy Hit a White. I've been passing everything inside. Six days on the road and I'm gonna make it home tonight. Well, it seems like a month since I kissed my baby goodbye. Thank you for listening to episode four of White Line Fever, an exploration of trucking songs and country music. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and turn on those notifications so you don't miss any of the episodes to come. And of course, if you like the show, leave us a review. Because at the end of the day, we can't do this without your support. For the Boss Cast, I'm Brad Kuhn. And why do we do this? Because you're the boss. <laughs> <laughs>